only three hours. This is a three-hour episode because we have so much to talk about and there's so much MLS going on. Yeah, it's uh, par for the course, right? Mm-hmm. Trevor doesn't know we started recording now. Oh, we are recording, Trevor. Oh my goodness, are we recording right now? <laughs> oh, we're recording right now. Oh, we've been recording for 20 seconds. Five, 26 seconds. Charlotte, you can right, to the intro. Like, no noise whatsoever. Charlotte, say welcome to Off the Crossbar. Oh yeah, have her say it in the microphone. You gotta say welcome to Off the Crossbar. Say it. Welcome to Off the Crossbar. Perfect. Go be quiet. Episode 17. <laughs> that was good. That was Trevor's daughter, Charlotte. A lot of gusto in that. Oh, did I just dox her? Not too much. Yeah, you did dox my daughter. Thank you for that. Okay, Trevor doxed me last time about where my apartment is. So oh, I guess true. I doxed myself, I to be honest. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you just, just pointed out exactly where it was. Hey, it's fine. You were talking exactly the truth about where you live. <laughs> and I, I'm here in our Capitol Hill autonomous off the crossbar podcast zone. Let's <laughs> see, Capitol Hill. Oh, it's also Chaz because you live on you live in Capitol Hill, but uh, Utah. Yeah. Oh man, I do live autonomously. You could I, be the marmalade I, autonomous zone. I like the Maz. That's oh, cool. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Marmalade. So, uh, talking about marmalade. That's I'm what in the, I'm in the marmalade district. Yeah, we don't really have a. Well, we do have a Capitol Hill, but it's it's more on like the east. It's a more directly south of the of the Capitol, right? Uh, so marmalade is part of Capitol Hill. It's a, okay. a neighborhood inside or, or district inside. I don't know what you call it, but it's an area. Yeah, that's why the. Have you never heard? Of marmalade, Trevor? Never heard of marmalade. Oh, that's right. That's like the... Never heard of the marmalade neighborhood. And isn't Sorry. isn't um the library over there called the marmalade yep. library? Yeah, yeah. It's the district is actually named because all of the streets initially were named after types of fruit. I won't oh. say which one I'm on. Your but they, streets you're named, named after, after fruit. Wait, it's not mine. Right. I named after a... fruit. <laughs> we're gonna yeah, start googling is. stuff. It's not a fruit I've ever eaten. Um, Blank, blank. Wait a sec. Tells you it's not Orange Street, I guess. But yeah, there's like an Almond Street and Apricot Street. What kind of fruit is that? I don't even know that word. <laughs> I don't know. All presidents slack. It's uh, similar to apples and pears, apparently. It is a palm fruit. I've never seen one of these before. <laughs> That's a fruit. What? I'll find some and we'll, uh, we'll get it for the next pod. <laughs> We'll find some at the farmer's market. Yeah. Charlotte didn't leave, wow. did she? No, she you can make jam out of it. <laughs> you can poach it. You can make jam out of it. Yeah. Marmalades. I did make a plum jam last year. It's that from I think the turned genus, out pretty well. It's from the genus Cydonia, which is... Now uh, you're doxing me. I only... <laughs> <laughs> gotta work backwards. <laughs> I, I gotta look at the Sidonia family to figure out where Matt lives. Yeah, I mean, I to be fair, it's a, it's a street that goes two full blocks. That's true. So, oh, in Utah blocks, that's uh, like 18 miles, right? I think it's 18 miles in total. Yeah. So, uh, what guys, kind of the, fruit is Center Street? Okay, sorry. The uh, the Salt Lake City Farmers Market is back, the downtown Farmers Market, and uh, I'm just very pleased about this. Yeah, it's been a good morning for, for Matthew. He's already had lunch, and Trevor and I just had breakfast at the same time. So I will say I didn't eat breakfast, so okay, technically well. we ate the same meal. Cool. All right. First meal, as it's called. Yeah. 
But if you guys have never tried um, garlic scapes, you've got to try them. You can easily get them at farmers market. I don't know. I don't know what you... that word is. Scapes? <laughs> so you it... mean like the things you wear on your feet? No, no. S C A P E S. Or skates like the fish. No, scape. Scapes. Like an escape room, but take out the E in the room. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm googling some stuff again. And they're uh, they're like the stock of the garlic, and they taste really garlicky. They're a little tough, so you got to kind of cook them a little bit or slice them pretty thin. Okay. But they are they're think of green onions, but for garlic, and even better. I was gonna say this is a green onion. What I'm looking at the pictures. Yeah, green but it's onions. not. I understand that. I I understand that there's a difference, <laughs> but you look at a picture and you can't tell the difference. <laughs> they are no, they're no. the tastiest thing. And there's like a three to four week like area when you can actually get them because, you know, they're okay. gonna pull the garlic at some point and that's the point. Uh, but they, they also produce this scape that is just delicious. Didn't um, Brad Leone talk about those market. once, didn't they? Didn't he? What's that? Brad Leone for sure talked about these at one point. Oh, probably. Okay. Brad Leone of Bon Appetit. It's alive. Thing, which is our which was problematic for a while. When did everyone get into like Bon Appetit? Because I feel like I missed the train on that. And then next thing I know, literally everyone I know and have ever been friends with is like just making all these Bon Appetit references. And I feel like I like I don't I missed the memo. So I got into Bon Appetit like two a, a month or two before quarantine, and then quarantine okay. and Bon Appetit has like thousands of hours of content on youtube All on youtube right oh wait channels. didn't we talk about bon appetit recently oh, we talked about it a yeah. hundred times dude okay okay <laughs> sorry literally hundreds of times every single episode that we've done okay for three months yeah all right but no, okay, brad leone cool. is one of the guys on there and he's kind of a goofy off the wall guy and he loves garlic and talks about it constantly so i'm sure he's brought up garlic scapes at some point yeah so if you get a chance, get garlic scapes, try them out. They this are is a card for garlic scapes. This is a garlic scapes podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is a nice. Only garlic scapes you guys have podcast. anything to add to our introduction before we move into the important stuff? I mean, what's what's everyone, what have you guys been up to? Matt, you bought any new games? Yeah, probably. That wall is looking taller somehow every time I see it, even though it's yeah. literally at the ceiling. So, yeah, I've, yeah, I've, there are games everywhere everywhere love to hear it um what's trevor what's new with you i know you're working yeah that's look how many games have you ever been in this room kyle no where is this room in your house that's matt's basement no where is this room on this unnamed street on the house that you live in it's it's off to the side oh okay I'll take you in it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know why I've never gone in that room. Not in the basement. That's where, his, that is where he keeps his Perrier. Yeah, no, that, that's way too bright to be in the basement. Although it would make sense if he had a room in the basement that was wall-to-wall, ceiling, floor-to-ceiling games. There's literally yeah. a desk that he can sit at with a computer on it, and then surrounding the desk, and on the back wall, and surrounding the other wall, coming around to the desk again, is like all board games. And yeah. a couple of books. Okay. Yeah. Books are cool. Most of my books are in the other room, though. Yeah, the only problem is that it's it's one of those attached room or attached like add-ons to the house uh, that were, was built, you know, probably twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. And problematically, it, there's no air conditioning or heating to it. Oh, amazing! So you know. So do you uh, have like a 
a, a space heater or like a air fan thing. Uh, I do keep a space heater in here during the winter, but nice. You know, I just have to open the door, the door, and there's a vent right, you know, right by the room. You know, I just can't during the pod. Trevor, what's what's new, what's new with you? Just same old working. Yeah, pretty much same old. I did make a mistake last weekend. Um, oh. so I've, got, I've got my daughter like all every weekend. And That's rude to call weekend, her that, but. What, my daughter, Charlotte, uh, who we heard earlier? <laughs> oh, sorry. No, sorry. Continue. <laughs> I, I got you, Kai. Anyway, we... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you set that up. You were like, I made a mistake last week and then immediately started talking about your daughter. So I was just like, I thought it was fine. Oh, okay, I got you. No, the mistake was that we started playing a new <laughs> video game with my daughter and I started okay. playing The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you have ever played The Last of Us or if any of our listeners have No, played. but I'm very familiar with it. It is like not ten year old appropriate at all. Uh, and I told there's a lot of discourse about the about the second the sequel I saw yeah, on Twitter. It's coming out in I'm gonna get the date wrong. I think it's September. No, that's okay. Cyberpunk's coming out in September. Maybe I should play out soon. Maybe I should play The Last of Us because I don't have a lot to do, which moves into my update, which is that I you know don't have a lot to do. <laughs> So it, it's a mistake because it's not a child-friendly game. Oh no, not even a little bit. No, it um like the first, no spoilers, but the first like opening cutscene is really rough, and then the rest mm-hmm. of the game is like, so they're like zombie people, but they've been infected by like fungus, so they turn mm-hmm. into like mushroom people, for lack of a better word, that like Cooper are zombies that want to kill you. Bits. And no, it's pretty graphic. It's not at all child-friendly and i just totally forgot that until we started playing at that point it was a like, good thing though is oh, well, that charlotte told us yeah charlotte told us that um her mom doesn't care if she swears so i think we're all in the clear here then yeah yeah no we're fine don't worry <laughs> okay, about it okay cool cool <laughs> um <clears throat> let's see what's uh yeah what's new with you kyle aside from not a lot not you know been riding my bike a lot which is cool um I was up, I was, okay, I know it's, I keep saying it, I seriously keep forgetting what day it is or what day it was, but the other day when it was really cold, I went up to, up Big Cottonwood, and it was snowing on me so hard, up, so it was like June, June 8th, five days ago, so Monday, I think that was on Monday, Um, just so much snow, and uh, that was weird, so Drove around, had a, you know, walked around, drove around. That was nice. Um, had some job interviews because, I you know, trying to oh, get good. a job. My last day was officially yesterday, so I am officially, officially unemployed. Um, been watching a lot of movies because I actually, I mean, don't, don't tell, don't tell these guys, but I do a, a movie podcast as well. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, it's called Cinema Soulmates. Not to plug. <laughs> yeah, no, plug, it, plug it. Plug away. But I watched, I've been watching just show movies I normally wouldn't watch, including one last night that was just absolutely horrific. It was probably oh, the worst movie I've ever seen. It's called My Perfect Romance. It's like a Netflix movie. It's like a Hallmark yeah. movie, but like somehow worse than, a, like the bar for Hallmark movies is very low, but this was, it, it descended far below the Hallmark movie bar. And um, so like a yeah. Netflix original version of the Hallmark movie. 
I think so. I think it's a wow. Netflix original. It was the worst movie I think I've ever seen. It was like, um, it's about, <laughs> it's about this com- or th- this girl who's building a an app, but she keeps she keeps saying it's not an app, it's an algorithm, and it's like mm-hmm. um, it's with every one of these movies, it's like centered around a holiday, and most of them are Christmas, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like you know you know, some busy businesswoman falls in love with like the mailman who's delivering Christmas packages, like that type of story, you know? But in this case, this was like a young app builder who is building this algorithm to find perfect matches for people. And, um, you know, the CEO of Robinson tech keeps pumping out, like they keep building all these really garbage apps. And then, like all of a sudden they're like, Oh, we know this one girl who works here who has, who's building this incredible algorithm. It's not an app, but it's definitely like an app. It's just the dumbest it's, it's, user interface, right? Yeah. But she, it's yeah, not an app. It's an algorithm. She keeps saying, she says wow. like 50 times in the movie. Start saying that about my code. Yeah. Well, and, and they like, I have so many notes on the movie, but it, they just, the anyway, so basically, she has to present and then she's like, it's still in the programming phase. And then he's like, release it tomorrow and we're going to pump it out by Valentine's Day, which is in like two days and it's going to save the company. And like just the whole thing was like, you could tell none of these people have ever been in an office of any kind because the office decor was ridiculous um, and have never even like, I don't think they even read like a Wikipedia about any sort of development process of any kind because they didn't like name drop agile or anything they no they just kept <laughs> referring to it as the programming stage and oh, yeah. all of a sudden this app was out built or it was built out like the next day and then all of the hopes of the company were hinging on this app that's not an app it's an algorithm and then she falls in love with the ceo who's just like a busy businessman who was a womanizer and it's just the worst perfect match well that's the end of the movie is that they end up like they fight almost the whole movie because her app sucks and then but it ends up working because the app brought them together i wanted to see this i seriously i was miserable the girl from um full house one of the girls from full house is in it the uh who's the I say the middle child, even though there's an older sister, twins, the one that's in between the older sister and the twins. DJ? Stephanie. 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 So Stephanie's in it, even though she's not like 13 anymore. She's like a grown woman. And she was awful. <laughs> she was so bad. Oh, man. Well, Just, it, it's hard to say. The movie itself sucked. So it wasn't really her fault. But bless her heart. What's, whole what's thing sucked. Anyway, so I'm... I'm... <sighs> Let's see. Viv Viv is the main girl, and it's yeah. she's Viv's sister. Um, Adele. I no, don't. Michelle. Michelle. That no, sounds. That sounds right. It was just the worst. Um. Anyway, don't watch it. You don't need to. Netflix has some just garbage on there. But I've been watching other good stuff too. I've been watching Succession. What's is funny? I watched this movie right after I watched an episode of Succession with Carly, and the the difference in quality was just. It was disgusting. I was I don't even know how you make a movie so bad. Like if I tried to make a movie, it was like so smooth and saturated and like bright and it looked like just pure garbage. Anyway, so uh, I'm going to go watch know. a trailer after this. Yeah, uh, you what should. Was the name again? What's up? Uh, what was the name again? 
Uh, my perfect romance. romance, which is funny because the app is called My Perfect Match oh. or something, and so they just—I ch- oh. don't know why they changed it to My Perfect Romance. It's just such a stupid name. Anyway, I can't. I'm actually recording an episode about that later, and um, I can't wait to. I wrote down so many swear words in my notes because I was so mad at how bad this movie was, and it was like one thirty in the morning, and I was just so angry. Um, but anyway, so synopsis, uh, or not the synopsis, the like whatever the dude my perfect romance sounds terrible it is literally the worst movie i've ever seen and not even in a funny way um and it was stephanie from how does this even have how does it 70 percent of google users liked this movie okay that's not true never pay attention to that up or down like never yeah 70 percent of google users that google that movie because okay, forty four point six on IMDb is way too generous. Like <laughs> IMDb, I, the, like, their ratings they don't go that low. Like I, I don't remember, and somebody's gonna call me on this, but like the lowest rating of like movie on IMDb, like the lowest rated movie is still like three point eight, I think. So like anything below five is just trash. Yeah. Okay. I am writing my letterbox review. I'm gonna say this is quite literally the worst movie I've ever seen and not in a charming way it is genuinely horrific okay right, save added that one to my diary follow me on letterboxd for more insightful reviews like that you're the only person i follow on letterboxd oh yeah i love letterboxd it's a great app someone said i love bad movies but this one was in a special kind of hell mm-hmm. um <laughs> oh my god on the topic of algorithms, let's talk about the algorithm that was exclusively fed by Cosmo magazines from the past 25 years in order to create the most generic and uncharismatic male lead designed to appeal to the broadest audience of women possible. I, the, it cannot be overstated how Are awful. Are talking about The Bachelor right now or still? <laughs> Honestly, The Bachelor is way better than than this stuff. I'm just um, talking about the Bachelor dude selection process. It's the same. Oh, thing. oh the yeah. Same Yep. His name's always Chad or Lance or Brian or Steve or something, and he's got the same haircut, the same jawline, the same mustache. I know. It's the same guy. Yeah. So, anyway. Fine. I'm not knocking Bachelor, but... The, I mean, you could. Like, I don't think you'd hurt anybody's feelings. I can't. Um, bachelor in Paradise is where it's bachelor at. Because the only thing that I know about The Bachelor is that they pick the same guy, and all the women are, like, different versions of the same women. And mm-hmm. every season's exactly the same. But that we love it. Very they have to make it more dramatic people, each year. I, I can't do that show. That's me. It's it's good. Anyway, so that's what I've been up to. Just having fun watching watching garbage, playing FIFA, um, riding my bike, and going to the mountains. And, you know, hanging out with Carly, watching some of this garbage. And, uh, yeah, it's weird. Like, um I went to a coffee shop the other day and just got stuff outside, like three cups you can order on the app and they'll just bring it outside to you. Lovely. And I, I, I miss movie theaters. I miss coffee shops. I miss uh, restaurants, but I don't really want to go inside any right now. So yeah, no the movie theaters open. Bike, right. Yeah. No, I, I think it's, was it Cinemark or Megaplex said they were planning on a, like a July open. Okay. Which yeah, I think they're also planning on like it, a, but like a 20 25% limited capacity and they were going to like really enforce like people sitting apart from each other. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, gonna make movies for that environment. If like. you're still inside with like circulated air, like I don't know, it's hard to say. But um, what else has been going on? Uh, uh, June June nineteenth is the date that Last of Us Part Two is going to be released. I looked it up. Oh, that's like it's, next yeah, week. Friday. So by the next time we record, I will have probably played that game. Okay, well then game. I should probably start tomorrow. Okay. Um, I, I couldn't play the out. first one, but uh, it made me dizzy. So. Yeah. It, is it a first person shooter? No, it's not. It's like a it's like a third person. Um, okay. Calling it a shooter is a little bit um, strong. It's like a survival game. So there's definitely like guns involved. But a lot of it is uh, a lot more about like stealth, sneaking up and like gotcha. working your way through like rooms of people Ooh. and zombies and using cover. I'm more, of a, I'm more of a brute force kind of person, so we'll see. We'll see if I end up end up De- playing. Um, there's definitely like parts that you can just brute force, but the game, depending on the difficulty level, on the easier difficulties, is a lot easier to brute force it. But the game kind of forces mm-hmm. you. It doesn't give you like ammo. Like you don't have like unlimited ammo. Like yeah. for the most of the game, you've got like six bullets in your gun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and yeah you've got to get through like eight guys with six bullets and each guy takes like three bullets if you're going to do that so it's it's not that easy to brute force but there okay. are definitely parts where you can just like kill everybody and go through it love love to see it it sounds great <laughs> it's a lot of fun I really okay like so i think this counts as social hour i did like that you put social hour at the end because we normally we normally you know, front strike load it. Yeah. Thank I you for you... not just deleting it. You actually strike, <laughs> struck it strike. through. Yeah. Okay. Notes right. and news. Hooray. We did it. We made it back. It's notes and news time. News and notes. Or sorry. Oops. Uh, nose and notes and news. Nose and newts. Nose and newts. What's going yeah. on? MLS is back, guys. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys watch? I know Matt watched the video. Trevor, did you watch the video? Charlie Davies doing the draw? Of course not. No, I was okay. at work. No, so it, was amazing. it was the worst. And I, I, saw, I did see clips and it looked uncomfortable at best. So set it up for us, Matt. Well, what what was the whole I, I, I joined in late, so I was kind of confused about what was going on until. Yeah, it actually didn't matter if you joined in late or early. The confusion was there all the time. Okay. Uh, so, so to give a little background on it, uh, the top seeds went to you know the MLS Cup winner, the MLS Cup runner-up, top finishers in each conference, and then the sixth top seed went to the team with the best record after everyone else in the Western Conference, and it was us, little Real Salt Lake. We're the we best. did it. That's the uh, wait. A, was it looking at last year's record? Yeah, yeah, last year's record. Okay, so they weren't paying attention to the two games we played. No, uh, which for me underscores just how well Freddie Juarez ended that season because we were terrible under Mike Petke. Yeah, we finished third in the West. Yeah, much yeah. better than you'd expect, right? Yeah, but that was also like with the caveat, like third through six was like one and a half point difference, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, but we looked like garbage right before Petkey left. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So, I'm, not, I'm not trying to downplay Freddie's importance, but the fact that we well, got third was like tiebreaker after tiebreaker. Like, yeah, that's right. Which is beautiful. It was really tight. It could have just as easily been sixth. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. <laughs> so when I joined in, 
I see th- three people in Charlie Davies. So I see Charlie Davies with like a set of like roulette balls in front of him. It was really confusing. And then they were like chopped up ping pong balls. He, they were yeah. roulette balls, but with sharp gray erase marker on them. And then so then I see a guy from who's the, who was the Seattle guy? Uh, is it like someone oh, in there? Yeah, it was like someone in their front office. Then we got Freddie Juarez and then some like random ass LAFC fan. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, LAFC, yeah. Like they just had like a season ticket holder there, didn't they? He's like the leader of like a supporters group or something. Yeah. And he's just like sitting there oh, and he was so annoying. He was like the worst. Yeah, the worst. It would have been funny that said that they need to change the name from El Trafico to Dude. something else. No, that something was that was like the dumbest thing of the whole thing. Okay, so they do the draw, or they they have each one of these representatives, which they should have had the Seattle capo guy, you know the. Yeah, I can win. They should have had that the guy. One guy, the one, guy. the one guy who spent some time in England and pretended to have a British accent for a while. <laughs> I I wish they had that guy, and then they should have had that guy, LAFC guy, and then Randy, and for for oh, RSL. No, they should have. That's. That would have made it better. No. I'm just okay, guys. Sorry. It, okay. Can, just, like, it would have made it for better like TV, but it would have made it objectively worse. <laughs> so LAFC right guys in front of like a wall of scarves. Seattle guy was like in his kitchen, and Freddie is like in front of just a black sheet, and he was wearing <laughs> a black shirt too. So that was funny. Was um great. he was just like chilling in this like <laughs> like danger cave. And then, probably in like his garage or something. I right? know it was just it was so weird. Um, so then everyone had to make a selection that was just like totally random or whatever. According to Jake, definitely not random. Um, and I think, I think the was choosing random. was random. Yeah. Out of, yeah. Anyway, so they were just naming ping pong balls and then he was opening them to determine who was in which group. And of course, we got. You know, sporting Kansas City and Colorado and Minnesota, which is, yeah, of course. And we've been pretty bad against Minnesota before, so uh, Minnesota we're doing. Minnesota works us every time. I feel like I don't know why that is. Um, and then, and then LAFC guy, they got LA Galaxy, and then they were like, you know, they were doing some commentary and. They were like, oh, we're so we're El Trafico in, in Orlando. Sign me up. And then he was like, um, excuse me, miss. Can we please stop referring it to El Trafico? Like, show us some respect. We don't like that name. Do not call it El Trafico. We want to call it something else, like a derby <laughs> of some kind. I was like, OK, you got to have something ready if you're going to tell yeah. an MLS commentator that they can't call it El Trafico. You can't just sound like an idiot. Especially if it's been El Trafico for like since the beginning of anything, there's never yeah, been another name for that derby. Right? I know it was I just so call it weird. A derby? There's been nothing. There's never been another name for that rivalry. <laughs> it's El Trafico. That was like day I get one. why everybody has decided that. Right, it's cringy, but like earlier. you can't just say it sucks and then not have another name ready. No, so I agree. He was like. But let's think they've had like four years to come up with another name and they have I know. so excuse me ma'am please do it. not call it el trafico he was <laughs> he was so mad he was like talking the whole time i really didn't like the lafc guy that guy sucked um yeah anyway was it rigged matt trevor trevor go first who cares here's the thing <laughs> so there's several 
points to be made about this. One is that it doesn't matter if it's rigged. It's a bogus tournament anyway. It doesn't matter. The only reason it's getting done is so that people can play soccer. And if you've got to rig a bonus, a bogus tournament, doesn't matter. It's still going to produce fun games. People are going to watch it. That's all fine. Nobody has a problem with this thing being rigged that way. The other part of it is like people are talking about how it's so convenient that everybody got their rival in their group. Except Seattle have, and Portland. Yeah, like Seattle and Portland and LA and LA, like and it happened on the on the Eastern Conference too. The fact of the matter is every team in this league for the last several years has always had like a hundred rivalries. We've got rivalry week throughout the season, like five times, and it's against different teams every single time. Almost everybody we play in the Western Conference was considered at one point a rival. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, of course we're going to get rivals. We're playing against three other teams at our conference. There's no way that you can pick three teams from Western Conference and not have rivalries be in that. That's a good good point. Yeah, I I think it is funny that we got it. That it was rigged. I just think that's the way that it works. And even if it was rigged, it doesn't matter at all. Why did yeah, Jake think it was rigged? Oh, no, it was. Duh. Did you watch it? <laughs> oh, I mean, it was it was lame. Like, the so, whole thing was weird. Here's yeah. what I think about it potentially being rigged. Um, given the great levels of production quality on this thing, um, I don't trust them to be able to rig it yeah. properly. <laughs> yeah. I think we'd end up with, like, Minnesota. And then, who? I mean... Trevor, you brought up a really good point. Like, we've had extended rivalries with Portland, Seattle, LA Galaxy, LAFC, Colorado, Sporting Kansas City. That leaves what? Minnesota? Like, Minnesota and Dallas. Dallas. And, uh, yeah, like, that's about it. Was Houston on the West now? They, no, I think their Eastern Conference, I think they became Eastern Conference, was, I don't remember, dude. They've realigned yeah. the conferences so much in the past. And Houston, like, that's another Western Conference team that we haven't really had a rivalry with in the past. But, yeah, I mean, you just, even if it wasn't rigged, we would have had two people, two teams that were considered rivalries. Yeah. So, At just least to with recap. RSL, I know there's other teams like LA yeah. and LA. They definitely... That one might have been obvious, and Portland and Seattle kind of obvious, but so Portland and Seattle are in separate groups. Are they? No, they were in yeah. the same group. No, uh, Portland's in Vancouver. No, right. or Seattle and Vancouver. Or That's what Portland and Vancouver. It was two of one the three of Cascadia two. teams were in the same group, and people were like, Which, "Oh, look, they're manufacturing rivalries." Yeah, I mean, of course yeah. that's gonna gonna line up. So we have this tournament, and then supposedly the league continues after. Is that? Is that the plan? That's the idea, but they've been non-specific on how that would take place. They've just basically, Garber basically said something along the lines of the regular season will continue with matches in home markets with or without fans. And like, that's as detailed as he got. Hmm. So okay. he didn't say if they were just going to go back to the regular old MLS schedule that was already something, established or if they yeah. were going to create a new schedule or they've got to create a new play Something or, Garber should think about a question that we should all be thinking about after watching an MLS tournament with no fans, will there be any MLS fans after watching such a catastrophe? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'll I mean, <laughs> I just well, thing, like, it's definitely going to be a catastrophe. I'm not arguing that, but it's going to look like garbage. MLS I'm, has been yeah. kind of like, that's what it's been for the last several years is kind of garbage. So, I mean, yeah, I it's, I don't think it's going to turn people 25, off, but, 26 years. 
if they got to be honest, with like MLS even, as it is for the last forever, then it, that's not going to change anything. I, like as someone who watch watches a lot of Bundesliga, I have not really cared to watch Bundesliga like since it came back because it's just it feels a lot more boring without the without the crowds. I don't know. Even when they pipe in the crowd noise, are they planning on doing that with MLS? Are they going to pipe? They in haven't the crowd noise? said. I hope they do, but they it's just better. make it the most obnoxious thing. Like it's going to be so bad. Every Chicago say, Fire game can have that same <laughs> Chicago Fire chant through the entire thing. They did say that they were going to be doing. Did say they were going to be increasing the production on the TV. Like they were going to be trying new things and like additional camera angles and, and oh, stuff yeah, like that great. as well. So I'm sure piping awesome. piping super and cheers is part of that. I love I love when like there's something going on and they're showing a replay of something that happened on the other side of the field. Oh, Fox is the worst at that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's gonna be bad. I I'm gonna watch I, it, but I feel guilty yeah. for like not caring very much. Like I, I don't know. I feel I just don't. advice, Kyle. Yeah, don't feel guilty or care. Don't feel guilty. For not caring because yeah, this is all just such a goofy thing that's happening and like, like yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously players want to play. Like it's like these like players like playing the sport that they were paid to play, but like a lot of this is just to recoup as much money that was lost as possible for. Oh no, and the, and the league like even Garber said that like deals in the league. Don Garber said exactly that. They're trying to fulfill commitments to sponsors and. TV agreements and stuff like that. Like that's half the point of this is just so they don't lose any more money. So you know what's really funny about this to me? As a result of all this, RSL will actually get national TV games this year. <laughs> <laughs> Took a pandemic, but we're there. They're going to be at 7 a.m. on a Saturday, but um... 7 a.m. waking up in the morning. Yeah, really. Oh exactly. I'm really excited to be watching MLS um, to commit to watching MLS at the same type of commitment level that it takes to watch Premier League by waking yeah. up early on weekends. So I could do that on like a weekday, not happily, but like I'll do it mm -hmm. um, and then I'll just be up for work early, which I guess is like, good, right? Am I planning on watching? Am I like, do I want to wake up at six, seven on a weekend to watch an RSL preseason game? No. Probably not. For the pod, I don't, I don't want to wait for the up pod, seven yeah. to watch anything. Like I watch Premier League at that early, but and the only, sometimes Bundesliga. But yeah, the only time that I ever like watch those early games is if I just happen to be away. Like I, and I know this is me, and everybody's different, but and I'm probably the exception in this rule. But even for teams that like or games that I like want to see, like if Liverpool yeah. or Manchester United play at seven a.m., mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to watch it. Yeah, and I like I watch every single Liverpool game I can, but when they play at five a.m., I like sometimes will wake up and I'll just have it on. And I'll go back to sleep yeah, and then wake up to what happened. That's what always happens to me. If if I do wake up, which I have done in the past, I've woken up at like five or four or whatever to watch Milan or Liverpool or somebody, and I just fall asleep like thirty minutes in. So yeah, I just gave up on it. I don't. I'm certainly not going to do that for, or probably not going to do that for MLS. I'll try it yeah. once or twice, but if, I, and that's the conspiracy theorist in me says for sure, like that's, what's going to get RSL, the national TV games, but the way that the team's going to screw RSL is all of their games are going to be at 7 a.m. Can't wait. Yeah. They're going to put the LA, LAFC games at 10. <laughs> LA, time, New right? York, all of those teams, they're going to be at the prime times and RSL and Houston and Dallas 
and all those yeah there's gonna be literally dozens of us waking up to watch the (laughs) the minnesota united um rsl game at 7 a.m on a saturday yeah we're just gonna Um, be out there with the we demand to be taken seriously sign Um, they have said, I think, that uh, teams will generally stick to like either morning or evening schedule. Now, at the knockout rounds, of course, that would change. But Do, wait, does the, the uh, does the winner of this get a star on the, no, on the jersey? I, oh my god! I hope I'm going to so. sew one on if it's Real Salt. <laughs> <though. laughs> Be funny if they Chuck if they gave like a a star with like one of the arms of the star like bent it bent or something and it's just like, <laughs> or just did like a like a different it's color a instead star. of like a gold star you get like a blue star or something like that or brown <laughs> i'm gonna get like a super mario star and just stitch it on yeah that would be cool the fat <laughs> chubby star though, so wish me from, from uh super mario 64 the big chubby yeah. star yeah or like nice. the teams that like win like the Club World Cup get that little badge they get to wear on their shirt for a year, something like that. Oh, we won the right. MLS's yeah. back tournament. I forgot about the Club World Cup. So one thing we haven't Most talked about, do. um, the name. What do you guys think of the name? Oh, it's terrible. But Wait, what, what is what is it called? It's called MLS the ML- back. Hang on, it's called the hashtag MLS's back tournament. Cool. <laughs> That's like so almost bad. as cool as the. Um, I mean, I saw a friend of mine was talking about it. She works for the Monarchs, but she was like having to write out like the USL Championship like tournament or finals or. Oh yeah, yeah. like when when the Monarchs were in the were in the finals, in the final match, it was like the USL Championship final. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. This I don't this know, is- man. The name of the tournament is the strongest evidence to me that they did not rig it because the amount of like effort it would take to rig this tournament and like get the matchups that they want, they would put an effort into making the name better than MLS is back. That's literally like 12 people got into a conference room and they're like, what are we going to call this? And they came up with four names and then they were like, all right, well, I guess MLS is back is it. Let's move on. Yeah. And then they filmed the draw like later that afternoon. Like that's so you know I, how much effort was put into this. I think you, you know what I think it was. I think they had a bunch of other names that were all sponsored. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, nobody sponsored it. That's my guess. Just yeah, a guess. Like the Quaker Oats MLS Orlando tournament, and then Quaker was <laughs> like, "No, please don't do that." <laughs> Disney Cup. <laughs> Yeah, that's just like when I saw that, I was just like, man, if they really care this little, then like I feel like I kind of do too. So I don't know. It's kind of the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea. So uh, again, all the games are in Orlando, right? Yep. Yes. Uh, Epcot. They're all playing inside the Epcot ball, right? I would love that. I We probably talked about this last episode, but mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of that geodesic dome yeah it turns out there's actually zero gravity inside of there so it'd be cool because you could play on a literal like inverted 360 degree field like that'd be perfect it's cool they play an enders game but with a soccer ball yes yes exactly that so the enemy's gate is up that whole thing mm -hmm. so i'm excited for the no gravity mls's back cup tournament of 2020 (laughs) yeah Uh, I'm I'm going to watch it. That's the most I can say. I'm going to watch some of it. That's the most I can say. 
So one thing to keep in mind is that the first three group or the three group stage games that each team plays uh, will count in the regular season standings. Oh, okay. So it'll be games three, cool. four, and five for us, but Warning. not the knockout rounds, importantly. Oh, okay. So it's really you get you get three regular season games, and then from there, there's knockouts that are just basically like MLS playoffs again, but early. Yeah, but just for funsies and if just it's a friendly tournament okay and then um are those one match knockouts or yeah okay cool when does this start when is mls's back cup tournament kings of um tournament oh it's cup? the it's it's July important 8th. to note the date because it's the first time that there's going to be any professional sports again in this country as has been reported by several outlets which is not true at all by the way oh cool so what it's, date is that? It definitely starts July after 8th. the NWSL Challenge Cup, which is starting June 27th, and that's mm-hmm. professional sports. But you know, people can't, oh yeah can't figure out how to look that stuff up. I guess. No, yeah, I, July 8th. Yeah, July 8th is the date of the MLS thing, which is why be a journalist when you June could just 27th. be the comments on a Bleacher Report tweet um, talking about women's soccer? Like, why why be a journalist when you could just be one of those guys responding to one of those tweets? yeah um yeah that's cool um i'm actually the nwsl thing is interesting we'll talk about that in a sec but this when it comes to uh players opting out but um yeah rsl players are people gonna not show up so one interesting thing here to consider is that you know players as prominent as like carlos vela have opted out or will have indicated they would opt out um, Carlos Vela is, has expressed concern at the very least because of like coronavirus. Oh, look, uh, I just saw Sam Stachel tweet that a DC United player has tested positive for COVID-19. Incredible. All right. So we're off to a great start. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's oh, great. Um, As Oh, my gosh. Lively. Yeah. So DC United announced that a player assessed a positive for COVID-19. Cases continue to spike in Florida and in Orange County, which is where Orlando is. I'm guessing the MLS back tournament will probably go on as planned. But this is a dot, dot, dot situation. It absolutely yeah. is. So and we're going to put a thousand people in one area and hope that nothing and happens. Just right? hope for the best. Hope against hope. I mean, you can always trust people who are making $55,000 a year to uh, you know follow all the rules because they... Or incentivized to, right? Not that has to do with the money, but you know, MLS is a very broad spectrum. You've got players making fifteen million. I don't know about fifteen, but you know, plenty of Are millions. Are there players making fifteen million a year? I don't remember the where it peaks, but but then yeah, you know, doesn't making fifty five thousand straight out of college. So oh yeah, who's is that Inter Miami guy making a lot of money? I can't. The Italian dude. Um, Italian dude. Yeah, is he Italian or is he Argent Argentinian? But he has an Italian. Who are you talking about? You're talking about Pizarro? Yeah, yeah, he's Italian. Uh, right? He is not Italian. He is Argentine, Argentinian. I can't remember which one it is. Oh my goodness, I feel like an idiot. He was playing in Mexico, but he is. Oh, is he Mexican? Hang on, we're googling. <laughs> yeah, he's a Mexican professional footballer. Is he really? Yeah, you're talking about Rodolfo Pizarro, right? Enter Miami. That's a man. Pizarro is not a Mexican name, but okay, that's Born a man. Tampico, Mexico. 
Rodolfo wow. Gilbert Pizarro Thomas. This name follows Spanish naming customs. Thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah, okay. That's so interesting. Anyway, no indications currently of RSL players opting out, but I do expect at least one or two to opt out. And we do have players with with uh, pregnant spouses, and that's one of the conditions that can yeah. that a player can opt out for, um, or medical concerns. And I'm sure there are players, <laughs> you know, with with you know asthmatic conditions, or you've got Jordan Morris in Seattle with type one diabetes. Yeah, which is also a concern. Yep. So is he gonna not go? I don't think they've said yet, but I wouldn't expect him to. I'm think... looking through Inter Miami's roster, and they have a lot of players I had no idea that were on Miami's roster this year, like Roman Torres, uh, Juan Agudelo, Luis Robles, Lee Nguyen, uh, Will Trap, AJ De La Garza. Like I didn't know any of these players. Alvis Powell. This I just haven't something... paid any attention to this team because I don't care. This yeah. is something I was talking to. Uh, I was at a customer's house a while ago, a couple days ago, and he had an RSL jacket, so we started talking about RSL. Um, <laughs> yeah, I brought this up. I was like, the roster, the season that we had was so short, and it's been so long since we like had to like pay attention to names on teams that mm-hmm. I've forgotten half the players on even RSL's roster, and I yeah. for sure couldn't tell you more than two or three guys on any other roster. Like, so I think we've got time for this activity. Um, let's. I'm going to go through RSL's roster one by one, and I want you guys to tell me whether you remembered he was there or not. <laughs> and we're just going to speed through this, and then maybe an up down. Do you think they'll go to the tournament? Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> I just like pulled up RSL's roster. I was I already had it pulled up, and I just clicked on, it and I already forgot. Okay. Anyway, continue. Let's go. Okay, Luis Ariaga. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Theoretically, because I mean, he's been like, here for a minute. No, while. but yeah. Corey Baird. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's good. Kyle Beckerman. <laughs> yeah. There was, okay, so I, there was a minute where I've forgotten if he had retired last season. Or oh my gosh. <laughs> he should have retired. Like, think about this being your last season. He should have retired. I, like, love I Kyle. Feel, but... I feel the opposite. I feel like Ramondo should have stayed on because at this point, the season's like free money for not playing. Okay, that's true, actually. <laughs> that's a good point. But anyway, yeah, no, I legitimately forgot if he'd retired or not several times over the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I vaguely remember something about him sometimes using an inhaler. I don't know if that's accurate, but I don't know. Remember his secret knee surgery? Oh, yeah. What are we talking about, Kyle? Or Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. And that's how we figured surgery. out he was coming back, right? Yeah, because oh, they, that's they, right, because the photo with they the used star the promo on the video. Knee. <laughs> Like, yeah. we've got our we've got our twitter yeah. sleuths working on it i, remember I know that. okay nick beasley yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. michael chang oh yeah no, i forgot i forgot we signed him from the monarchs yeah yeah same okay christopher garcia nope wait which him? oh he yeah was... i was yeah, say the name and i remember that but i nope. could not I... have told you he was on the team nope. he's the guy that blew up him. in preseason mm-hmm. and everybody loved he was him. great yeah Justin Glad. Yeah. Yes. Aaron Herrera. Yeah. Yes. Eric Holt. Yeah. I yeah. forgot we gave him a senior contract, but I guess, yeah, he's good. Uh, Milan Oloski. Nope. Forgot about him completely. Definitely no. Samuel Johnson. Yes. Yep. He, okay. It's a quick thing he about Sam. Samuel because I've never uh, heard anybody call him Samuel. Did we talk before. about how Sam docked himself with his 
Yeah, we just posted his address. Yeah. And you know, he took the gold wrap off of the Camaro and he bought a Range Rover and another car. So did he buy a Range Rover for the long haul? He had like a Trailblazer or something. Nah, he's got a Range Rover, uh, the Camaro. He that dude loves anyway. Cool guy. I hope he sticks around, even though I still thought he was going to be gone this summer. But um, I will say that um, if I were a pro athlete, I would get a very boring car because I think it would be funny, mm-hmm. like a it Toyota Corolla like, or something. Like a Chevy isn't it's not like a Tim Duncan move? I swear he was like notorious for driving like a minivan or something. I can't remember. John Stockton did. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. Stockton he also was bad at tipping. I heard. Anyway. <laughs> Imagine being a multimillionaire and like being bad at tipping at a restaurant. Okay. I've never heard that. That's very depressing. Especially like he's not like a business guy. Like he basically just got handed tons of money for being a basketball player. So that's like a anyway. Yeah. Okay. Alvin Jones. Nope. I had forgotten. Nope, forgot, forgot about Alvin Jones. Demir Krylik. Oh, yeah. And I believe his wife is due in early July. So I, I hope he doesn't go. I hope he stays. I kind of do too. I don't Spend care. Kid. Mm-hmm. Everton Louise. Oh yeah, the destroyer. Zach McMath. Yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, because I remember Jimmy Conrad be- posting <laughs> anti-Semitic stuff about him. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day when I saw Jimmy Conrad tweet, and he got Jimmy Conrad got mad at me for saying maybe it's bad to like like tweet out weird Jewish st- stereotypes about how uh, the one Jew in MLS looks. Um, probably bad but uh and then jimmy got mad at me and all his twitter followers got mad at me but um what i was gonna say about uh who did you mention right before zach mcmath everton louise oh dunny did an interview with um with rob stone wearing the everton the destroyer louise hoodie (laughs) (laughs) which is funny amazing rob stone of course uh thought everton louise should go to jail so Mm -hmm. For a tackle, yep. <laughs> and cool. another problem with the industrial prison complex or prison industrial complex. Yeah, seriously. Yep. Uh, Douglas Martinez. I forgot about him, but I'm Douglas. happy we have. It's mm-hmm. apparently Douglas. Douglas. Mm-hmm. Douglas. Yeah, it is Douglas. All right. But yeah, I'm I'm still happy we have him. Justin Miram. Yeah. He's one I legitimately forgot about. I like I, that, like I saw his face and I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> we have Justin Miram. Posted something on Twitter or something of him in an RSL shirt. And it still takes me a second every time I see that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's on our team. That's why he's wearing that shirt. I we, we only saw him in two games. He looked really yeah. good. Um, I'm very excited. It. And hopefully he's fully fit when uh, if, if yep. he does. Ashton Morgan. Just had enough time. Wait, what? Ashton, Ashton Morgan. Morgan. I forgot about him. We say, we... <laughs> I, I remember now that you say that, but no, I not in a million years would I've remembered that we signed him. Um, mm-hmm. Luke Mulholland. Oh of gosh. course I remember that. Boo. Uh, <laughs> amazing we signed him again. Um, I don't think he's going to go. I bet he's injured. I bet. Okay. <laughs> or like you wouldn't take your highest injury risk player to a tournament where they'd have to be stuck for a month, right? Right. Well, I mean, yeah, probably not. But you never know. I was going to say, you might bring him just as like the fifth sub possible guy, like just in case you need like 11 players on the field. 
Yeah, but he's gonna get injured, and then you just got to like a body. You save him until like you absolutely need him, just so you can have eleven players on the field. Okay. Mm -hmm. Get David Ochoa. Yeah. Yeah. Netamonwaha. Oh yeah, which we should speak about very briefly after after this exercise. Justin Portillo. Yes, I guess red card. Nope, totally forgot about him. He got a red card first on his debut. Never gonna forget New Orleans. I remember that, but I totally forgot he was still on the team. Mm -hmm. Andrew Petna. Yes, I guess. Yeah, probably. Jason Ramirez. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's right. We got Jason. I forgot about him too. So literally forgot about Jason. Okay. Cool. I only remember him because something came up a few weeks ago, and like somebody tweeted the name Jason on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we signed that guy." Yeah, he's really good too. Um, yeah. He has braces. I wonder if he got his braces off. Nah, I don't know. You know, maybe he grew up a lot this summer. You know, have a great hags. Uh, <laughs> uh, Giuseppe Rossi. Okay. Yep. Every time I see or hear about Giuseppe Rossi, I forget, like I'm reminded. And then it's like, that's super weird to me still. um, He and his, are they married? He has a really, really cute wife. They're having a baby girl. So um, maybe he doesn't go. Yeah. Oh, baby's due in November though. So Mm. it's weird that I know that, but it's, I'm looking at a picture. This is November, 2020. I was going to say, he posted like two days ago. So the gender reveal, he like, kicked open a uh he kicked something let me guess was it a soccer ball that he kicked okay yeah it it was <laughs> uh, it didn't look like i couldn't see what it I, all i could see was exploding pink smoke so he's having a girl uh he and he and T- tiny tina is his wife's tina rossi okay yeah we, they're really we cute talk about can we talk about gender reveal parties for just a second? Yeah, I hate them. They're the worst. They're dumb. They're the stupidest thing in the world. Don't anyway, do moving on. Okay. Uh, Pablo Ruiz? Nope. Wait, really? He's back from uh, Austria? <laughs> when did he, he come back? He's not playing in Austria. All of uh, these, and... Yeah, he had the problem with the visa in Austria. That's Oh, that's right. He he played for like half, half a season there. Well, he, okay, yeah, cool. he had like He's his initial like... loan period, and then they wanted He's, to extend yeah. the loan, but they couldn't get the mm-hmm. visa to also extend along with the loan, so he had to come back. Is he still making like a ton of money? I don't know. Anyway, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, nothing still on his initial contract. Well, he wasn't making okay. like a ton of money before. Like, I mean, he was making for being more than a he bench player. He was been? making yeah. like two hundred fifty k, I think. Okay, uh, two twenty one. Oh, okay. I was I was gonna say I thought it was like one ninety. So we're both right. We're <laughs> yeah. both wrong equally, is what I mean to say. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. It was too much for what we were getting out of him. He was barely yeah. playing at all. Um, sure. But whatever, get that get that bag, Pablo. Albert Rusnak. Yeah. No, I forgot who's getting out. Libby Cow. Tate Schmidt. Nope. Which, uh, if you haven't seen his look, uh, his quarantine look, uh, he looks it's nothing great. like he did before. He's got a very that reminds me mustache. of uh, <laughs> Kellen Rowe tweeted out a picture of himself that Lucas alerted me to. Oh. Kellen Rowe has very much also changed his his look during quarantine. Um, he's no longer my sweet blonde prince. I miss Kellen Rowe so much. Um, anyway, yeah, Marcel Silva. Yeah, yep. been a, he's he's a veteran for RSL at this point. Yeah, Donny Toy. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, the Don. You forget. And uh, Julian Vasquez. Yeah, I guess. You know, <laughs> you guys yes, remembered most of them. Yes, but only because, again, somebody said something on like Twitter about Julian Vasquez a few weeks ago, and that's when I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess he's still on the team." Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's like our big roster. names and a bunch of like the guys that like don't play or were signed on the off season. Totally forgot about them. And so, I would expect two or three of these guys to stay home. A couple of them, yeah. I think every single team is going to have a couple of guys to stay home. And then I also wouldn't be surprised, if, you know, transfer window opens soon, right, in Europe. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little movement there. Who do you think? I, I guess we know. can. Oh, I, well, I don't know either. I have no idea. Like, if why? we had actually had a season going, I'd probably have some conjecture, yeah. but I don't. So. Yeah, I'm with you. I kind this of feel not like a great roster, though, is going to be pretty lame. Mm-hmm. Like there's not so, going to be major moves. There's not going to be any narratives. There's not going to be yeah anything yeah. to build on at all. Agreed. Um, so speaking of players not going, we mentioned the NWSL um, tournament that's happening at the end of this month, June, and Kristen Press is not playing. Yeah, that's um, confirmed. Just uh, because, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah. Do whatever. I mean, well within her rights, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't fault any. I I don't care about this tournament. I can't. Yeah, I don't really. What did they and call it? NWSL sure. is back, right? She is it? Oh my gosh, is it she something? No, it's the Challenge Cup. Okay, that's a better name than yeah. MLS. That's okay. Like whatever. to be clear, NWSL not a good first. name. They couldn't do MLS Challenge Cup. <laughs> mm-hmm. MLS. It's not a good name for a tournament, but it's way better than MLS is back. Or what about Cup of Cups? That's better. See, this, like this is what I'm saying. Cups. They had to be in a room and they were like, okay, guys, we got five minutes. Give us your best names. And they wrote down three and just erased two of them. And that's what it, because we've talked about it for five minutes and we came up with better names already. Like there's no way that MLS's back was the best. Mm-hmm. It's garbage. It's bad. That, or it was like an argument for like 45 minutes. And finally Don Garber came in the room and was like, I don't care. We're going to call it the MLS's back tournament. And that's that. If you guys can't agree, I'm going to name it. And he just named it MLS classic, back. Classic Darby move. And that, um, what happened? He pounded the table and made it happen. But with NWSL, listen to the Utah Royals FC show. Yes. Because yeah, they're, they're good. better at this than we are. For yeah. And they actually are like reporters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt's a great writer. Uh, Trevor and I just hang out. and yep. But Lucas is like some... I don't think Lucas... Lucas has a job that allows him to just be hanging out with Freddie like all day, every day. And he's always <laughs> at the Royals game. It's, I don't shout out to Lucas. Um, and cool. don't forget Cindy. Cindy's on it too, right? Yeah. And I just don't know. I don't know how like broken more news about the NWSL than our local beat writer for the trip. So yeah, I mean, she's, I don't know much about Cindy, but I've listened, I listen to their podcast and it's great. I just know Lucas has a fake job that allows him to do all this stuff. So <laughs> that's true. Um, a trust fund kid i think i need to get a i need to get a fake job yeah go listen to lucas and cindy because they're uh they're really good no, um, there's others on there virtue's on there every now and then too and yeah one other person is. that kind of moonlights on there they moonlight I can't, I can't remember their name um bad, bad fan of the show so let's talk about natum it yeah. happened with um natum and it happened with someone else uh who was it was, it was a player from the Royals, right? Talking about. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I know what you're talking about. It was uh, Sierra King 
who was a draft pick for the Royals this year, also came out and spoke mm-hmm. about it. And then, yeah, there's been the Royals have come up a couple of times. Jessica McDonald brought up um, something that happened at a Royals game, as well as Adriana Franch. Yeah, so it's, it's, been, it's been brought up. Let's talk about it. Throughout the last couple of weeks, um, there's obviously a lot of stuff going on in this country around black people, around brown people and their experiences in this country. Um, and uh, that's obviously very intertwined with sports in a lot of cases, because a lot of these professional athletes that come here, often from other countries or even from within this own country, people get heated at sports games and uh, kind of show their true colors, as we've seen a lot, even within our own stadiums. So. Um, before the, you know, RSL had really even said anything, um, regarding, um, regarding like racism or anything like that. That's basically Natum was doing an interview with BBC, right? Like, weren't they, were they talking with the BBC and they were talking about his experience in America and Utah, like as a, as a foreign black man. And, uh, yeah, he was basically saying that for him and his family, he doesn't always, uh, feel very safe. And, um, it's always a great sign when like one of your best and most outspoken and greatest players, uh, is out there speaking about these things before the club is saying anything as well, or any local media. I, I, I don't know what the, what goes into making players available for that type of thing, but seeing that on BBC before, like we'd seen like any from anything from the club was, uh you know, not great. Like maybe they should have released a video of him saying that. Like, yeah. Maybe they could and have eventually Kyle Becker had a video else. with Robbie Finley and they talked about stuff, but I think that was after, um, Natum. Yeah. And it was interesting that it was Robbie Finley and not Natum. Right. I mean, like, yeah. yeah, I didn't so, really, I, I saw it more as like a Kyle and friends kind of interview, okay. not a Kyle gotcha. and friends, but like, was Kyle it even and like, an are like two or club or legends? And so, it was like well, two. Well, I, I don't know. Kind of. I didn't. I didn't see it as a slight against Natum that they okay. had Robbie it, Finley. I just thought I mean, it was... it's weird when we have Natum, who's such an outspoken, like very smart and articulate, and yeah. like just incredibly so, right? Yeah, he's so good about his podcast is is incredible, but. Um, it's weird to have a player like that on your team and like he's not like on the forefront of the messaging from the club. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's weird that I got that information from BBC when you have s- such an incredible person like Natum. Maybe they're mad at him for uh, the whole like raising money for furloughed workers or something. But uh, I, th- I didn't I think like it was that. probably a, a I think there were some bureaucratic things that went on. Um, we don't need to speculate too hard about those on this show. Sorry. Um, no, 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 you're good. Uh, I'm the. I'm just hinting that there may have been things behind the scenes that slowed it down, and I think those are problematic and bad. Um, mm. Just to lay that out on the table. One thing I did like about the Robbie Findlay interview is that it, w- it was good to hear the perspective of a, a Black American, mm-hmm. um, which isn't to say that Nadim's perspective is less important, um, but it was, I think, good to have that out there. For sure. Yeah, I I really like Robbie Finley a lot, and that was a that was a great video. It's just yeah, seeing I mean, it just doesn't reflect very well when you know Natum's doing press stuff with uh, BBC before we had heard really anything yeah. from. The club. And that, that, that was, was pretty just... early. I think if the club had responded, you know, had had done something even closer to in proximity, right, to that, yeah. 
but it, it took a long time for them to to make a statement. And I think the sports industry is in a, a special position where it's important to make statements because you employ a lot of, you know, black people, brown people mm-hmm. who, you know, experience these things. Yeah. And it's all it's, owned by rich white guys. Yeah. Are there any like are there any black owners in MLS? <laughs> not not no, full no, majority no. owners, um, but there no, are some yeah, minority owners. owners. Yeah, yeah, there's several minority. Speaking of minority owners, um, black minority owners, Kevin Durant just purchased a portion of Philadelphia Union. I know. I that's know interesting. LAFC yeah. have, I mean, LAFC has like, there's a lot of ownership owners, groups. Yeah. And Magic Johnson's one of them. Um, he's the first mm-hmm. one that comes to mind. But yeah, they've definitely got some black people in that color in that ownership group. But those are the only two that come to mind around MLS. I think everybody else is rich white yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, when you get into like those NFL type of owner vibes, it's where like ownership groups are great. But like when you have these like eccentric owners, they seem to be very like the American owner stereotype, like of NFL player, NFL owners. And that kind of bled into MLS with people like Bob Kraft. And um, honestly, Deloitte is pretty much of that same vein, even though he's not yeah. an NFL owner. But yeah, um, you know. That sucks. Yeah. So the, team, the team's know, whole like... response to this was really, I just wanted to point, make this point. The team's whole response to this was wholly inadequate. Um, yeah. On like every, every single aspect of it. Like, um, like you said, Nedham was outspoken before the team was, that's a faux pas. Um, they did a thing with Robbie Finley that was way too late. They finally released a statement that was kind of weak and it was also way too late. They're so, probably so one of the last here. MLS teams to say anything about it at all. Yeah. One one interesting thing about the statement for me, uh, if I go back to it so I can quote it verbatim, uh, they it, it cited who uh, was making the statement, and I think oh, this yeah. was for me. Yeah, this is important. Very problematic. Let's see. Um, which so so to caveat, of course, I think. There are people on the staff who care deeply about this, and I appreciate that. But when the statement says, we stand, and then uh, offset by M dashes, our players, our coaches, and our staff in unity, it, it, it leaves somebody out, right? It's very specific about who they're talking for when they release that statement. And like they made a point to say the players, the coaches, and the staff – and unless ownership is implied in the staff, which I wouldn't agree with, they it's definitely not. did not mention the owner. And ownership like if you're releasing the staff, right? Do exactly. executives consider themselves staff also? Like, do you think Andy Carroll considers himself a staff member? Of... I I would consider Andy Carroll a staff member, but I would. I don't know if he I, does. Yeah. I don't know if he like. I don't know if he does either. But it's definitely it speaks volumes that it it spells out exactly who is behind the message really and the owner is not one of them. And I don't know yeah, if that's just like a simple that. oversight on somebody's part that they like probably should. I don't think you make that didn't. sort of, why would, you make, why would you, but it's a difficult mistake there, to make. It's not, it was like that. That was, it has to be a conscious decision because I wouldn't even think about like, I wouldn't think twice if they just said we, because that would make sense. So like you yeah. would have had to be in somebody that made that internally made that distinction because That's, like yeah. when you compare that, to like the, even like the jazz statement, like they didn't say, Hey, like this is 
specifically the players like we stand the players the staff the coaching like because people like quinn snyder and like gail miller even have been very like quinn snyder is, is on like a like a coach's like um committee or something specifically around race issues in the nba um with like a few other coaches and we know what happened with gail miller and that fan that got banned for life and like everything she said to the crowd that day um but even then like you see the the jazz's post which was good and then you read the comments and then you get players who see the comments on those posts and it's kind of hard not to think that players um i mean obviously players have social media and they look at that thing and so um you know be careful what you say on social media because it actually does get to players especially around this type of thing like you can you know talk trash about performances or whatever but um if you see your favorite team make a statement like this and your first instinct is to uh, be contradictory in any way around these very uh, milquetoast statements for what they really could be saying in all in all actuality, like, um, yeah, I just hope people know like what type of effect that actually has on players that play for the teams that they claim to support. So, yeah, yeah. keep that in mind as you're uh, making comments online about this type of thing. Yeah. That's... And, oh, but anyway, yeah, RSL statement, including that thing about not including Deloitte was really ridiculous. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I, like overhyping and like worshiping owners is super lame and don't do it. But like, that's not something you would see from like Gail Miller even. Yeah. So. Yep. <sighs> I think we're all in agreement here. Yeah. Oh, just got an update. 440 new cases of coronavirus today. So Today? Oh, good. That's Utah, way yeah. more than it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, now we're going back up. So Yeah. Which NWSL uh, here is going to be... I'm sure they'll just put them in a giant bubble, right? I know. They'll probably... That's how it works. No students are over at the, uh, at the academy right now, I assume. And so I'm assuming they're all housing them there. Uh, I believe they're, they're all they're these about... local hotels. There's okay. too many, yeah. There's there's too many players to all of them be at the academy, for sure. Yeah, I figure. I know there's enough like there's staff that they couldn't house there, but yeah, yeah we'll see what happens. Wear a mask outside, everyone. It's not that hard. Pretty no, it's, when you're going yeah. to a store, just wear a mask because it's uh, your mask helps protect other people and yourself. So yeah, go to <sighs> go to open air farmers markets. You know, go to out. open air. Go hang out outside. Outside is is very safe. Go outside. Yeah, stay outside. Um, what else? Shop local. Shop, shop local. I don't know, man. It's been a, it's been, it's been a, been a weird, weird couple life, <laughs> yeah. lifetimes this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I swear that like that one game we went to feels like, uh, just like a decade ago at this point. So. And even then, like in retrospect, I wonder like, was it smart to go to that game as everything was just sort of starting to blow up? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I I'm fine. I mean, you tested for coronavirus and it was negative. And I honestly, I was in New York in January or February. Um, and I honestly think I had coronavirus because I did miss a, I was going to go to Seattle and I was about to get on. The, I was about to go through security and I felt so sick that I ended up like just not going on that trip. And I never wow. done that before. So I probably exposed both of you to it at some point, And I was just thinking about this. Thanks, so Kyle. Um, so maybe you guys already had it or maybe not. Maybe, maybe who knows? So, well, I I should get the antibody test actually. Cause I've been going to, I went, I went to, 
I mean, we've had protests every single day here for um, which is fantastic, which is great. Two weeks from today. I think the first one was two weeks ago from today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there's it's literally every single day. So I've been going to a bunch of those and I was just like, hmm, I wonder if I have gotten coronavirus and I got tested and I didn't. So great. So that's good. Outside safe, especially if you're wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Believe science. That's a (laughs) science is cool. Just like don't be. I don't know, man. It's weird to see at those protests, like literally none of the cops were wearing masks. And that's like a very conscious decision. Like zero cops. Of course it was conscious. There are hundreds of cops and none of them are wearing masks. Like zero. Yeah. So this that's, isn't, that's this cool. isn't the we all hate cops podcast, so I won't go into it. But yeah, I, I feel like it was definitely a conscious decision by the police yep. officers. Like, there's no way it wasn't. They all wore yep. every other piece of protective equipment that they could have worn, except for a mask. And it's yep. not like there wasn't room in the bag for a mask to bring to the riot. <laughs> the, they just the decided to not bring gear bag. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you know, there was speaking of masks. Go. I just wanted to make a real quick point. There was a. Mm-hmm. A study that came out, it was a contract tracing thing that they did in Missouri, I think. There was a salon that opened up earlier than it should have, and they had like 140 customers over a couple of days. And they, everybody at the salon wore masks. They made all their customers wear masks. And they found like zero cases that were traced well, back they, to that. They, they despite having, despite yeah. having multiple people that tested positive for coronavirus later, they mm-hmm. didn't the, get the it or spread themselves. it. At mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah, get it or spread it at that because not because obviously it's a developing thing, but everybody was wearing masks, so mm-hmm. wear masks, guys. It's easy, and yeah. you can get a free one. What's the website? Like Utah's Utah, giving everyone Utah coronavirus. Everybody gets a mask. dot com. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, just Google. Mask, You'll find it. A mask for everyone. I'm going to Google it right now. I'll tell you. Or duck, duck, go. Uh, a mask for a mask for every Utah COVID nineteen mask order form. Just Google it. Coronavirus.utah.gov slash mask, and you can yes. just get a free mask. Mail it to you directly, and then fantastic. And a lot of them are like, uh, well, they have cool designs and stuff. But um, have a Star yeah, Trek comic book mask. Yes, you can't pick the design, but who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe they'll give you one. Maybe well, they'll they, know who you are. Your the hard, reputation precedes you. The hard part about a mask is that. Uh, my mustache ends up sweating and it's hot with like yeah. facial hair. Oh yeah. You no, have... I've got the mask that I wear at work. I think you guys have seen it. It's like a, mm-hmm. like a more rubber mask with a filter that you can change out on it. That thing gets sweaty, mm-hmm. but got to wear it, man. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's share photos of our masks on social media or with each other or something. Okay. Kyle, I know you had a stop at 1 PM. Oh, it is. Yeah. We, have, we anyway. need to pass that because you have to go be on another probably better i have to go talk about that movie yeah anyway so yeah um final thoughts uh we we missed something on the did we something important guys we we can talk about it next time trevor trevor's gonna next time trevor's gonna talk us through some uh bettings (laughs) do's and don'ts um, it's no, basically going to be the uncut gems episode of Off the Crossbar. We and, just wanted to talk um, about one thing that showed up on Reddit, and I was going to give some context to it, and it's not important, so don't worry about it. Well, maybe it will be next time. Yeah, maybe we'll um, talk about it. We'll see. Uh, don't be an idiot online. Um, don't be an idiot in person. Don't be an idiot in person. I think that pretty much sum- pretty much sums up those last. Yeah. And uh, today is Saturday. Yeah, go outside and safely protest. 
it being Saturday, it's a great day to arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Yup. Yeah. Here, here. Uh, anyway. It's a beautiful day to arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Anyway, yeah, um, that's it. That's that's uh, that's off the crossbar. All right. Goodbye. That was fun. Goodbye, Good guys. Night. Yeah.